And that's the end of that nonsense. Hi, everybody. What's going on? I am here, and Upstomp is joining me tonight. Um, Flappy? Have you had a shitty day, Mudflap? Because you sound rather PMSy. I'm just just checking on you, my friend. Because, you know, because we care. <laughs> oh, upstomp, mute your damn stream. I am um, a little bit of little bit of kind of bad news for everybody. Not that this is news, but um, yesterday was the anniversary of Drew's death. Um, I am happy to see that Inhaler is still in business. His wife has kept it up and running, and um, he's still missed, though. Are you there? I'm here. How are you? Grooving. How are you doing? Keep talking so I can adjust your volume. Am I quiet? I can crank it up over here. No, I got it. Okay, you got it. I got it, damn it. Um, And it is 42 days, Par. Um, The actual countdown is 42 days. You talking about con? Yes. Yeah, baby. 42 days. Yeah, I'm pumped. And I get to start the party early because I am catching a ride down with Niagara and Rich. Oh, cool. Yes. Rich Gavina? No. Oh, Rich Hong. Rich Hong. <laughs> Sorry. DJ Vapes. No, no, no. Yeah, that'd be really fucked up to catch a ride with Tower of Ape because he's in Texas. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. That guy's, you know, that guy's kind of all over the freaking place. Yeah. Um, yeah, Parr is flying into North Carolina and driving in the rest of the way up with Lisa. And then she will fly out of Richmond and straight back to Dallas. That sounds complicated. Mm. I'm just going to drive. Yeah, I'm not driving. And if I can ever find a, a liquor store up here that's got not your father's root beer in stock, um, I'll have a cooler full of that shit in the car with me. Oh, God, I can't stand it. I can't stand that stuff. Oh, we, it's it's like, ugh, I don't know, maybe freeze it into a popsicle or something, but that stuff is so hella sweet. It's Ugh. root beer. Oh, yeah, but it's it's like syrupy root beer. It's root beer. It's good shit. Oh, give me some barks and add some vodka or something. You'll be fine. I, I had uh, a couple of drinks at camp last weekend because after we'd gone to like the fourth liquor store looking for this stuff and nobody had it, um, I said, well, I'm not walking out of here without something. And I got some Jack Daniels watermelon something. Mm-hmm. Oh, that stuff's really yummy, too, in a sweet Kool-Aid way. I can't, yeah. I can't drink alcohol that tastes like alcohol. It has to taste like Kool-Aid. <laughs> but you're an adult. Well, yeah, but even don't when I'm... like flavors. Even when I am drinking adult stuff, I drink stuff like Absolute Mandarin and orange juice. And why is my back all wet? Why is Stanley's back all wet? 
I don't know. What did you do to Stanley? <laughs> you didn't aim very well, apparently. No. He sat the wrong way on a ur urinal. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe that. So what has been going on with you? Oh, busy, busy. This whole juice business is retarded. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot lot more work than you remembered it being, isn't it? Yeah, well, it didn't, yeah, it didn't used to be this much work. <laughs> but uh, now everybody and their grandmother has a juice line, so, and, you know, all the kids don't know who the hell I am. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got complimented on my shirt today at the bank. I really like the color of that shirt. That's a really nice t-shirt. Did you design that? Oh, the Hang'em Hill one? I said, nope, my friend did. It's his company. I had to beg for it. You did not have to beg for it. Give me a break. You did have to do a little dance. Yes, I did. I did have to do a little dance. Yeah, I'll, I'll do another run of shirts at some point. <laughs> not not so expensive. Those suckers were like 22 bucks a piece. Yeah. Yeah. Short runs generally are pricey. But they are nice shirts. They hold up. Oh, I wear it all the time. And that's what's funny is most of my wardrobe consists of my vape shirts. Mm -hmm. I like to really confuse people because they seem to think that I work for whoever shirt I wear. So one day I'll have right. on Hingham Hill and then I'll have on Alt Smoke and then I'll have on Atomic Vapor and then I'll have on a J-Rap shirt. You know, and then I walk around in a in a Sergeant Danger shirt, and yeah, they just don't know what the fuck to think. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of uh, like VWO shirts from uh, CJ and and yep. Andrew. Yep, I have several of those from back in the day. And uh, what else do I have? I don't know, not many. I got I've got a few lineage shirts. That's a local shop around here. Oh, I have all kinds. I've got and my PB Dragon. I've got PB Dragon in t-shirts, long sleeve shirts, and hoodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I like them. And the amount of people in the street that I run into that are vapors and they notice me because I've got on a vape shop shirt is kind of cool. See, that doesn't that still doesn't happen here. Uh, even though in New England it's really kind of boomed, it I really don't run into many vapors out in the wild unless I'm, like, hanging around at a, at a vape shop. <laughs> That's it. Really don't run run into too many of them. <clears throat> we don't really have much um, of a vape shop presence around here. Right. Meaning there is one eighteen miles one direction, and there's another one nineteen miles the other direction, and neither one of them are very big shops. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Central Mass is, is kind of like that too. Uh, but the closer you get to Boston, inside 495, it's uh, it's getting pretty congested. Where's Jamie's shop? Jamie's is in Watertown. Great little shop. I mean, you would expect, you know, Jamie, Jamie being the anal person that he is, that he'd have a very clean, efficient shop, and and you would be right. Um, it's it's a really cool little shop. Oh, and I think his lovely wife has something to do with that. No doubt. She's pretty much running the show there anyway. <laughs> she does. She's really nice. She's funny. 
Oh, Kevin says a baby's coming anytime. Ah, sucker. <laughs> Jan and I, Jan and I did a show with Kevin and Dino on Sunday night. And Jan says, "Is this some clusterfuck we're getting roped into?" And I said, "No, actually, it's going to be a really nice show." She's like, "Okay." And see, that's the thing. All the hosts on VP Live, when Kevin says, "Hey, I need you to come on the show," we all start talking to each other, going, "What's he doing? What do I need to be ready for?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> when he when he had me on the last time, I was thinking exactly that. Like, how am I? You know, is he going to freaking sideswipe me or what? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, is is he going to want me to say something I'm not really going to want to say on air? Yeah. The only the only time he really held my feet to the fire was when he asked me how much it cost me to make a hundred and twenty mil bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would suck. Yeah. They should ask a DIY person that, not not a vendor guy that. Well, I mean that's the thing. I would have liked to expand it on it, I guess, but it was just kind of an off the cuff question because um, you know obviously a DIYer it's going to cost a little bit more per mil, you know, um, but when you're buying, you know, pallets full of PG and VG, yeah. uh, it's obviously going to be a little bit cheaper per bottle. The United States Post Office likes when I get packages um, because generally they make the post office smell nicer. And I got a bottle, I got a box in the mail. Um, evidently, I got it last week. Everybody forgot to tell me that it was here. Uh, Paul came home from working out of town says, you can open that box up. I said, what box? He goes, that one over there. I said, that's stuff you ordered from Amazon. He goes, yeah, but the box under it's for you. Open the box up and Kimmer and Shane sent me, um, they're doing pre-mixed juices now. Just mm-hmm. out of their flavor line. Right. That they sell at one stop. And I got all of them. You got one of each, huh? Yeah, so I was so happy. <laughs> You can take a break from mixing for a bit. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I've been vaping Arnold Palmer for three days now. Oh, that's that's the, that's a tried and true flavor right there. Mm-hmm. I'm doing really? I'm vaping Tiki Bomb. What is Tiki Bomb? Uh it's a mix of tropical fruits and whatnot. And whatnot? And whatnot. Where do you get whatnot? It's an upstomp juice. There's always going to be a whatnot. <laughs> and I haven't seen or talked to you in forever either because it's been summer and I've been in gardens and kids and camping and I am never around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it's been a crazy summer for everyone, I think. Chasing all these crazy cloud chasers off my fucking lawn. <laughs> not having fun with that? Huh? Not having fun with that? <laughs> oh, I did talk to... Oh, yes. Public service announcement. I did talk with Aaron Biebert, um, the guy from A Billion Lives. Mm, mm-hmm. And he's going to come on with me next week and give us a update on how things are going. Did he, he? So he he hasn't he hasn't like lost the footage or no. fired the editor or anything like that. Nope, none of that. Okay. Yep. Nope. None of that has happened. Um, they were out on a ranch 
um, doing a bunch of editing and um, they had to take a hike to find cell service. And what did they find? Well, they found some cell service, but they also found a wild jackass. They found each other, broke back papers. They found a jackass just wandering around out in the hills. So what have you guys been doing with advocacy? Oh, well, uh, as I'm sure you've heard, we formed the Mass Smoke-Free Association. Jamie, myself, and Demetra, and a whole bunch of others. Um, so that's going hot and heavy right now. We're going on road trips once a week, uh, two or three of us every week. We're going on road trips to all the vape shops in Massachusetts, trying to get them to sign up. And uh, it's actually been pretty successful. Um, we've got like a 90% rate of uh, sign-ups. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't that, wasn't that um, Demi's brainchild? Uh, that's, it's, yeah, it's part of the, the Dimitri umbrella. Um, well, I wouldn't say umbrella because it's not like he's, you know, running it in any sense of the, in, in any sense of the word. He came up here and kind of gave him, gave us the lowdown on how Tennessee worked out and then how things expanded, uh, you know, to, to all the different states that ended up taking on the same style of, uh, advocacy. Um, and we, we bought it, we bought it, uh, and it's been working phenomenally. Uh, we tried just doing a straight Safada chapter. And things just kind of moved a little too slow for our taste. So we, we went ahead and tried this, and it, it's been working. Working great. So we've got a, a, board of, a board of directors that are consumers. And then we have officers, uh, which tend to be uh, business owners, either vape shop owners or uh, e-liquid manufacturers. Yeah, I heard somebody was saying something the other day about um, CASA not moving fast enough. And I think my reaction to that, of, of course, you you know me. You know my first reaction was "fuck you, dude." Right. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but after that, I you know, thinking about it, and and I thought, you know, the, a more rational statement would have been, you know, why? Because they're waiting for you to join up and pitch in and get shit moving faster. Casa has never claim to be anything other than what it is it is a consumer advocacy group right um yes calls to action may seem like a reactive situation when we need a proactive situation but but it's is... it's not in their charter to have a lobbyist or to have somebody 24 7 talking to politicians that's not what they do exactly. they they try they are a reactive group that's that's what they do and we need that um, what they do is extremely important and extremely difficult especially when you're dealing with an all volunteer organization so you know i would never knock what they what they're doing um, but we need other organizations to you know to kind of take the uh, take the take the reins on the proactive front um some of that on the national level includes Safada, Vista, organizations like that. And then uh, it's at the state level, you can you can do whatever you want. Every state can do what they want. Uh, the important thing is to organize and do something and get yourself a lobbyist. That's it. I mean, doing nothing has not helped us at all. So. Nope. So hopefully doing something will. Uh, I mean, in Massachusetts, obviously, it's an uphill battle because things tend to happen 
much like they do in California, you know, whether or not the populace actually wants them. Um, so showing up in numbers just doesn't seem to do the trick. The, the, the trick supposedly is going to be getting into those back rooms while this legislation is actually getting written. You know, so before it even makes it to a hearing, we've already had our say. Uh, they already know where we're coming from. Yeah, I the way all that shit went down in California was just fucked up. And if mm. any, if any vapor in California um, doesn't understand the fight that they're in now, um, vaping in California is absolutely hopeless because. Even with a proactive stance on that, look at how that turned out. Um, they went in, they thought they got somewhere, and son of a bitch, it got pulled into special session. They Everybody showed up at special session. Guess what happened? Well, guess what? It's going to the next step. Right. Passed. Yeah. Two, 250 people spoke up against it, and they still just went ahead and passed it through. And we expect much of the same behavior in mass. Um, but now that we're kind of in the off off season, uh, this is, you know, and we have our lobbyists. We're hoping that, you know, a lot of this stuff will kind of get t taken care of in the back rooms. Um, so maybe, fingers crossed, we'll never even see half these bills uh, come up again. Um, what was there? Where was it? There's supposed to be a meet up your way um yes uh i just found out about that earlier this week the northeast uh what is it vape northeast let me pull up northeast vape something what the hell is it yeah vape the northeast it's in connecticut yeah, it's it's actually at uh, Foxwoods, which is and and the guy needs okay number one somebody needs to explain to this guy what he needs to say and what he needs not to say. I actually talked to him for about forty five minutes because his posts appear shady as fuck. Yeah, they do. They do. Um, and that's and that's why I wanted to reach out to him. ASAP to find out what the hell the deal was. Yeah, somebody, somebody seriously needs to talk to this guy because shady as fuck is about the only way I can explain the way his posts sound. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they've got nothing but a splash page with, yeah, this is going to be the biggest and best and we're having it at a self-governed facility and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Is yep, he having I, I, this? Is he... Is, Am I supposed to assume that he's having it on a reservation because they're the only people that can self-govern themselves? He's having it at Foxwoods, which is technically Indian land. Okay, then that's what he should have said. Yeah. <laughs> well, he said it's at, Fox at Foxwoods. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, after the shit that just went down in New Jersey. And that's exactly what I brought up to him. And he was at New Jersey. Um, so he fully understands you know, the ramifications of a badly run meet or a convention. I, I guess you would probably have to call this one a convention uh, just due to the sh sheer size that he's shooting for. Well, and he should he should put out uh, um, some vendor lists and things, some more specifics on what's going to be going on and what's going to be there. 
um, prior still putting, still putting all of that together. I, I know, but prior to telling people to run out and book a hotel room <laughs> for five hundred bucks, that information should be available. Do you understand what I'm saying? I I do and I don't. Uh, well, I mean, I understand. Um, it's kind of a chicken and egg thing. I mean. Who's who's he supposed to promote to? Is he supposed to only promote to vendors until he has, say, 100 vendors signed up and then release it to the general public? Or should he try to generate some interest now? I don't know the answer to that because I, I've i never planned a convention, nor do I ever plan on planning a convention. So I don't know what the answer is. Um, uh, Mike, did I fix my audio? I'm hoping my audio is fixed. Sorry. Um, but what I... I but what I did suggest to him was to reach out to those in the community that that either have already done this or those who completely understand what the pitfalls are. Uh, so I pointed him to the Connecticut Safada chapter, the members there. Um, I pointed him to Greg Connolly. I pointed him to a bunch of other people uh, just just so that he can get a good idea on what they're going to expect from a well-run convention. And yeah. I obviously I push the advocacy stuff, you know, you really need to, uh, you know, give some free shit to the advocacy wing, you know, get them, get them free tables, uh, figure out, you know, how you're going to do all that, um, you know, do some panels, do all that stuff. And he was very receptive to everything I had to say. Um, and he's been planning conventions outside of vaping for a long time. So, yeah, well, that guy in New Jersey said that, too. He, he did say that as well. <laughs> he did say so, so I, I'm not. I'm not giving my full endorsement to this guy or to this convention, but I, I didn't get a bad feeling from my conversation with him at all. I will say that. Well, I was hoping that you'd heard from him because I'm reading this post and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I, I recommended that he reach out. He reach out to some folks uh, to help him out, um, both in promotion and in planning, um, just to make sure he has all his ducks in a row. <clears throat> yeah, Kevin. Kevin wants me to come up for the event they're having at the store, and I just can't afford a plane ticket to go up there and come back on the same day. At the store. Yeah, Kevin's got a got something going. No, you're talking about the CT Vapor Trail with um, Ruby Roo and and Grim Green coming. Yes, up? yes, yeah. that. No, that's not at a shop. That's that's actually at a. It's at like a resort or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to that. So I should go. Is what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not it's not your typical vape meet. It's not like a New England vapors meet. It's it's a it's a it's a bigger to do, probably somewhere in between a, a regular meet and a convention. Or somewhere between a regular meet and like a vapor con, that kind of thing. It's like you know, a few hundred people will be there. Should be a good time. All right, now I have to get a hold of Kevin. Demetrius Agrafoa. <laughs> are you editing stanley footage <laughs> that was for phil <laughs> phil asked me for a clip of uh of stanley saying demetrius's name Dimitri's name yeah mm.
school has started here. Um, Bernie decided he wanted to go back to public school this year. Um, sorry, my chair's squeaking. I should sit still, right? Um, yeah. yeah, he decided he wanted to go back to public school this year, which I'm fine with if that's what he wants to do. Um, I did have to go get him today. He had a migraine. Uh, the school nurse called me. Um, Bernie came in and said he had a headache, and I went to get him some Advil, and he threw up all the way across the office. I'm like, um, yeah, he's got a migraine. I'll come get him. Yeah, we're having some issues with Quentin. His first two days have been pretty rough. Uh, he wasn't able to go uh, the first day. He had a fever. He's he's. It's weird. He's getting fevers at night, but then he's fine in the morning and mm-hmm. during the day. But he had an eye appointment today, so that we just we just kept him out altogether. Um, well, looks like he's going to school tomorrow. Kids, I'm telling you. He, um, and the poor kid, I feel bad for him, but we have this, like, down to a science. Um, when my migraines were really bad, the kids knew to put something over my eyes so I couldn't see and then just lead me to where I needed to be, needed to go. They didn't Um, change the furniture around on you or anything? No, they didn't. Um, and so, you know, I go walking into the high school with one of his hoodies over my arm and he comes, they've got him sitting in there and I take the hoodie and I hang the hoodie over his face and he grabs a hold of my arm and it's almost like we have experience with us all being blind because we can lead each other anywhere. It's really kind of funny. Um, brought him home, got some medicine in him because of course, you know, there's no, the no drug policy at the schools. Do you realize I couldn't even take migraine medicine into him and give it to him there so it was in his system five minutes sooner? Yeah, and you couldn't bring him his, his little Derringer either. Well, I understand the gun. <laughs> but migraine medication just seems kind of stupid to me. But, okay. well, that's, that's how things roll now. <clears throat> Zero tolerance and all that. Yep, 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 yep. But if, if your kid has ADD medication... Well, then they'll put them on an IV drip for you. Yeah. Or if they have insulin, you know, you can let them take their insulin in the cafeteria. Yeah. Like, whatever. Needless to say, he came home for the afternoon. And he's mad. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What was about? Oh, oh. What was her name? Um. Somebody was selling somebody. Somebody essentially entrapped somebody into selling them seventy-five milligram juice. Did you see that? No. The uh, in that secret group. Uh, I wasn't going to say who, but thanks. <laughs> yes, it was Malice Doll. <clears throat> um, she tricked some some new juice guy uh into making 75 milligram juice. And I believe he also admitted to the fact that he's making it in his kitchen. Good job, Mal. Yeah. I love Mal. Mal is one of the most awesome people I know. Um she I haven't is, met her. I haven't met her. You never met Malastal? Not in person, no. Oh my god. I was a little you know, it's it's good that she did that, but at the same time I'm not a fan of entrapment because you know, I'm big on the fact that if you if you hold up a magnifying glass to any e-liquid manufacturer 
or vendor, you're going to find shit to get people outraged on Facebook. You know what I mean? No matter, no matter what, you'll find something. So I'm not necessarily a fan of the whole entrapment thing, but at the same time, this guy was so blatantly just not in a position to be manufacturing e-liquid that I didn't have much of a problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I had an instant uh, a couple weeks ago where I was like, you know, I should feel bad that this happened because, you know, for somebody to just go after somebody because they don't like them and wipe out all of their accounts is, you know, I should be offended over something like that being possible but like like have it like just like reporting somebody in fi- to facebook yeah that kind of thing yeah i mean i i should i should be offended for anybody that this happens to when in in this case i was not <laughs> it, yeah it's it's kind of the same situation like i i've seen it happen it very well may have happened to me on a couple of occasions. I obviously I can't prove it, um, but both the Upstomp account had to get eliminated, which actually ended up being a pretty huge hit to my business um, at a time where cloud chasing was first starting out. It seemed like a lot of the kind of the veteran craft manufacturers were getting bumped from Facebook, um, so it happened then. And then it happened again recently with Stanley the Viking. The Stanley the Viking account got reported, I assume. Um, so they that ended up getting shut down. Yeah, no. That that this guy this guy that Mal got was Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. That was pretty funny though. <laughs> I have to say that was pretty funny. Um yeah, the guy's site was, like, out of control. Actually, he didn't even have a site. It was just his group, right? He just had a Facebook group. Just P- PM me for details on how to buy. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Oh, mod down. Sorry. I noticed it made a different sound this time. That's because the glass desk is gone and the wood desk is up here now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can martyr myself because uh, last week when we were out on our road trip to uh, enlist vape shops into the Mass Smoke Free Association, I lost a mod. You I, lost a mod? Well, no. I, 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 we were at the first vape shop and I dropped it and this guy had a very solid floor. It was a cool fire floor. Like I, I typically when I'm out and about and I'm going to be running around, I don't bring my expensive shit. Uh, so I just had this cool fire, cool fire four with I think a Triton tank on it or something. I don't remember. And uh, yeah, the thing just immediately dead. Just wouldn't fire at all. It would do a little light show, but it wouldn't fire at all. So I just chucked it. Uh, and I also got a really bad sunburn waiting for another juice vendor out in front of their shop. They were supposed to open at eleven. They didn't open at all. So that was responsible. How long did you stand there wait for him? Not that long, but I don't I don't get out in the sun much. I'm I'm in the lab or in the office uh, pretty much 24-7 at this point. <laughs> That's right, Kathy. Shit up, stomp broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first mod I, I out and out broke uh, probably what? in at least three years. What's the Cool Fire 4 look like? Does it look like a hand grenade too? No, the Cool Fire 4 uh, looks, uh, how would you explain it? 
like you remember when Zen uh, first came out with the the ZNA? Yeah. Kind of like that. Like like remember how China was basically mimicking that for years? Yes. After that came out, it's kind of along those lines. Oh, okay. Very small though. It, it's very small. Sing, single eighteen six fifty. Um, entrenched battery, so you can't actually change out the battery. Um, but it was it was a nice little mod. It, it hit it hit right. Um, well, you, evidently it didn't hit right when you dropped it. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. <laughs> a lot of China mods they're they're not built to last. It's like you know, obviously, if I dropped a Proveri or a, a vape, vape vapor flask. Well, I can't say vapor flask because that broke when I dropped it too. You but, broke uh, your vapor flask. Yeah, I, I I didn't tell you about that. It was at um, the. Uh, the NEV meet, uh, the Christmas NEV meet, I think. Oh, no. It's a big Safada fundraiser. And, yeah, I dropped it at one point, and one of the springs collapsed. Uh, so I, it, it'll still work, but it'll only work with one, one eighteen six fifty. Well, you know you can get new springs, right? Yeah, I know. I could, Everybody's telling me you should just ship it in and do whatever. But, you know what, it's only 40 watts, and... I already have, like, eight other mods that'll do 40 watts plus, so. Oh, this chair needs graphite on it. Terrible. Yeah, so I agree with Parr. Maybe we should start a segment on your show called The Shit Up Stump Broke. Um, well, we'll see. <laughs> if, I, if, I broke, if I break something else this week or next week, then, yeah, we can, we can do that. Um. But now that, you know, now that I don't have a day job, per se, I, I can't keep breaking shit. I'm going to have to actually start digging up my old Proveris. Oh, yeah, that's not a bad-looking little mod. Um, it's only 30 watts. The Finagle? Oh, oh, I see. There's a, yeah, yeah, the cool, it, look, it looks really nice. Like I said, it worked really well. Uh, just don't drop it. <laughs> so Genie K will not buy this. But there is a um there's a hole for a lanyard. <laughs> so um my wife can use it. Oh yeah. Well I could put it on a lanyard. One more thing to be hanging around my neck. Yeah, whenever I used to drop my Proveries, it would it would just dent the floor. It wouldn't do anything. It, it wouldn't even chip the paint on a Proveri. Oh, I know. I had to uh, go get my Proveri out of my um, mod stand the other day and put a battery in it and screw something on top and push the button just to make sure I wasn't lying to somebody. Oh, and that's actually funny because I, I had my Proveri with me as the backup, right, when we were visiting these shops. I swear to you, not one shop owner knew what it was. And this is a P3. Oh, my God. They still sell I, them every day. Walked. I I swear, almost every single shop I walked into, they were like, ooh, what's that? I'm just like, are you kidding me? You know. I... <laughs> Granted, most of, most of the shop owners were probably mid-20s. And we actually had, we went into one shop. It was funny. We went into one shop that was, you know, a very trendy cloud chaser type shop. They had four owners. This shop, this one shop had four owners, and they must have had six employees, including the owners, on staff when we walked in there. And this place was tiny. 
So we're like, uh, okay. Uh, and why so many they, people? I don't know because I guess it's just a hangout. You know, they, they all just want to hang out together. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I mean, it was a nice little shop. But then they're telling us the polit- the local politics that they have to deal with. Not only is there a vaping ban, so they can't vape in the shop, which was an accident I made on you know just as I walk in, I take I take a I take a head off off my mod, and they're all like, "Oh, you can't vape in here." I'm like, "What is it about North Shore?" Because every single shop we went to, you couldn't vape in. But not only that, at this shop, they weren't allowed to have seating, so you couldn't sit down either behind the counter or in front of the counter. You could not sit down in this place. They, there was some weird local ordinance where they couldn't have seating. What? And people wonder why I never wanted to open a business in Massachusetts. It's, it's weird shit like that that they do. Uh, it's awful. Um, but, yeah, but, yeah, when we walked into the shop, none of these guys knew what a Proveri was. Oh, maybe I think I heard of those. Yeah. Are, are we like old and non-existent? We are. And we are. Serve no purpose. Should we all just be retired? Yeah. It, it's like, it's like you know, they should just ship us off to a, a a separate vaping colony. You know. I don't know. What's mouth to lung? You know. <laughs> yeah, the crotchety veteran vapors group. That's right. But yeah, it's 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 funny, you know. It's not like we haven't been part of the community, but it just seems like the community just switched on a dime. Did you, did you see the uh, Mrs. Alt Smoke announcement? Val? Yeah. Oh, what? They're having a baby. Oh, freaking time! That cute little house with the white picket fence that they got going on over there. I know. Time to push out some puppies. Well, Rob told Val no more dogs. So, you know, here come the babies. I haven't seen them. God, it's it's got to be three years. It's got to be three years. They invited me to the wedding. I couldn't go to the wedding. Because, you know, they couldn't wait until I quit my day job. No, they had to go and get married all all quick-like. (laughs) <laughs> that wedding was not all quick like no it wasn't <laughs> um but yeah i haven't i haven't seen val or rob in it's got to be at least three years hopefully they go to uh VaporCon. i doubt it they haven't been at the last two yeah mike we definitely need to have beers i like mike he's a hot shit oh mike gets yeah he's all right Unlike that mud flap asshole. <laughs> Poor Flappy. <laughs> Flappy's funny. He 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 talks a lot of shit and he's a freaking crack up in chat. But once you get him on a show, he is Mr. Serious every time. I had him call into to my show a few times and every time he just gets all straight laced as soon as he calls in <laughs> yeah he gets his cop on exactly he get he gets the, he gets the badge on and he's all straight with you yeah not why i called you i called you to give me shit come on <laughs> oh don when I, I i told my wife when when we went down to virginia for VaporCon, what was that two years ago two years ago 
two cons ago. Yep. I told her, I said, if we ever move, I would love for it to be Virginia. Uh, there was just so much to love about that state. I absolutely adored that state. Um, everybody was just so freaking friendly and every, you know, everything was just kind of a little bit slower. Um, there didn't seem to be really any like segregation, if that makes sense. Like up here, it's like there's always like if you go into the city up here, there's a lot of tension, you know, between between races. And down in Virginia, I really didn't get that. I really didn't get that vibe. Like walking into a Walmart, like every everybody was just very friendly with each other. There was there was no tension up, up here. It's not like that. There was no color barriers. Yeah, exactly. There was everything was just intermingled. It was very nice. Um, you, you get some of that up here, like in in certain parts of New Hampshire, you'll get that. But uh, for the most part, in in the Northeast, you don't you don't see that. Virginia was it was uh, definitely a nice uh, nice change of pace, and everything was clean. All the roads, everything was just. Nice. Oh no! Don't go to the Applebee's by the mall. Are the women faster, Flap says. Oh, my God. Bonnie and I damn near got E. coli. E. coli. However the fuck you pronounce that word. Oh. Five coffee cups Bonnie asked them for before she got one that was actually clean. Oh, God. <laughs> Two of them still had li- lipstick prints on them. How oh, the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck do you not see red lipstick on a cream-colored coffee cup? Really? Yeah, I remember a few years ago, a friend of mine walked into a Dunkin' Donuts and asked for a, a you know, bacon and cheese bagel with extra bacon. And he was stuck in that store for a half hour to, to explain what extra bacon meant. And then finally, he just said, you know what? Forget I said anything. Just bacon, egg and cheese, you know, bagel. <laughs> and, the th- and the thing comes with no bacon. <laughs> That would be something that would happen to me. Mm. It really would. What that has to do with vaping, I have no fucking idea. Well, it has absolutely nothing to do with vaping. Why would it have to? Well, we've been talking about vaping for five years. What's left, really? Yeah, I mean, we still do cover other, vaping. Other, other than bitching. I mean, what? we're we're going to be talking about advocacy tomorrow night a little bit. Um there was actually last week, there was a really good conversation that a vape store owner and I had live on air about steeping. Because as it turns out, uh, when you talk about steeping to the cloud chaser crowd, it means something completely different than what it means to us as veterans. What the fuck does it mean to them? Exactly. <laughs> it, and that's the kind of, it was like a, we were having a debate but after I thought about it after the show, it turned out we were both talking about completely different things. He was talking about the marketing of pre-steeped e-liquid, like what uh, a certain e-liquid manufacturer tried like six months to a year ago where they were charging at, you know, basically double the price or triple the price for pre-steeped e-liquid. Oh, the black label? Something like that. I, I don't want, again, I don't want to name brands. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they were essentially, I think it was like 100 bucks for 100 mil. Yeah, of, yeah. Of pre-steeped e-liquid. Yeah. Um, and obviously, 
you know, folks like you and I, we think of steeping as a tried and true process by which an e-liquid matures, right? Yep. Whether you're a DIYer or a manufacturer, there's a certain period of time where an e-liquid tends to mature. Anywhere from a couple of days to, I'd say, two weeks, a juice can peak, right? And then it'll carry on for however many months uh, up to one or two years. Um, but he was he was c- coming from a completely different angle, thinking of, oh, priest, you know, you should be able to get your juice in your store and it should be ready to vape. And and I'm like, well, well, yeah, yeah, that's true, <laughs> that's absolutely true. But you shouldn't you shouldn't overcharge for storing your e liquid for a period of time and then sending it to a shop. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because you're you're just doing what what the end user can do on their own. Stick it in a drawer for a couple of weeks if you want. You know, the, that's not worth an extra fifty cents a mill. No. You know, so uh, it was an interesting conversation, and we'll probably be bringing that up again tomorrow night uh, just for clarification's sake, uh, because there is that discrepancy on what. Well, the- you you and I both got involved in a conversation um, yesterday that I really thought you would bring up, and you're not bringing it up, so I'll fucking bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody was noticing the amount of times that they heard handcrafted, and that it was it sounded to them like made in my garage. Yes. And, and that... I said, no. I said, and here's, and I guess I should explain my definition of what I think handcrafted is. Handcrafted to me is a recipe that someone has sat down and they have learned their flavors and they have come up with this idea and they have played with this juice, this e-liquid idea in their head and in all their flavors until they got it exactly where they wanted it. Handcrafted to me does not mean I made it in my kitchen sink. Um, I, I, I Obviously, I agree with the kitchen sink comment. Um, I don't necessarily think it's it only has to do with development of flavors. I think it can also have to do with manufacturing. Uh, handcrafted to me, and again, you know, it's a marketing term, so it can mean whatever they want it to mean, right? Handcrafted to me means there's no machinery involved. Uh, so you you don't you're not dealing with bottling lines. You're not dealing with um, you know, uh, automatically applied labels. You're not dealing with, you know, just big vats of machinery, huge batches of e-liquid, you know, hundreds of gallons at a time, that kind of thing where, you know, basically everything, everything's all about marketing at that point from, from an e-liquid manufacturer's standpoint, everything becomes, you, you can only differentiate yourself with marketing, not with the actual creation of the e-liquid at that point. Sure, you're going to get a very consistent product, but you're not going to get as much character. And a lot of this is just kind of, you know, in theory. It's, you know, not necessarily true in practice. Um, But looking at the handcrafted slash small batch, which is what I call myself, um, you're going to have a little more character. You know, there's there's a big wing of craft vendors, and that's what I choose to call them. Uh, that have been around for a long time that got into this to develop 
nifty flavors, you know, stuff that doesn't exist anywhere else. And then you've got the marketeers, which are just about releasing small lines of e-liquid, getting them out to market as fast as possible, and being as flashy as they can be. And they don't care who's mixing this stuff. They'll send it off. They'll outsource all their mixing, all their bottling, all everything. And all they become is a face. Um, that's the difference to me. Kevin just had that. Kevin is on this new thing where he's trying to figure out if this Rob somebody even exists. Who? I don't know. Some liquid line that he carries at Vapor Venue. Mm-hmm. God, this cheer's gonna drive me insane. Yeah, and and you're you're seeing more and more of that. Um, there's, uh, I hate naming names, but uh, there's a whole kludge of New England vendors who basically got together and they're uh, they're 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 basically handing off all manufacturing to one central company. So now all distribution and all manufacturing is now being done through one company. Price goes up a bit, not crazy, but it goes up a bit. But then essentially all these brands just become faces. You know, all all these different e-liquid manufacturers are no longer manufacturers, they're just a marketing face. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not doing anything. They're just collecting money based on the sale of their bottles of e-liquid. That's it. But aren't they doing this under the premise that this is in a, being produced in a lab? Oh, it it most certainly is being probably produced in a, in a very, very stringently regulated lab. I'm sure it's an ISO, ISO lab, but they're no longer e-liquid manufacturers. Now all they are are marketeers. That's it. So they just sit there and collect a paycheck and be a face. That's all they are. I don't know about you, but that's not what I get into this for. You know what I mean? I, you know, more power to them. Well, not... I obviously didn't get into vaping to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I mean, more power to them, but we're seeing more and more of that, more of this c- kind of consolidation where people are just handing off all manufacturing. I don't know about development. I don't know, I don't know what's going to go on there. But, you know, that's not what I got into this for, you know. I didn't get into this to hand off all my recipes to some big manufacturer and just be a face. Because, frankly, my, I don't think my face is all that marketable. <laughs> Especially, uh... Well, if you hired Stanley... Oh, he's too expensive. But I, I, my point is, that's, that's what you're seeing now. That's, you're seeing a lot of consolidation... Much of that is probably in prep, in preparation for the regulations that are coming. Um, but I don't know. I'm just going to fight it tooth and nail because I I I'd rather I'd rather do this on a small scale the way I'm doing it now um, and go down than to just become somebody who's going to sit on my couch and collect a paycheck for doing nothing. You know, I, I I'm just not a fan. The idea just doesn't apply to me. <clears throat> three yeah, I, I can undercut. Three pop tarts and a warm you who is expensive. Um, yes, Mike, it is. Just so you know. But um, 
you'll go through it a lot more, a lot faster than 30 mils of e-liquid. Yeah. Well, that depends on what kind of rig you got your. True. Um, but you're less apt to have a diabetic issue with the e-liquid, regardless of how fast you go through yes, it. Yes, that's true. Oh, Don, uh, I actually, uh, as part of my part of the New England line, I actually have two new new uh, juices coming out. This is funny. I've got one called Mudberry. Uh, that's actually released. Technically, that's released. Mudberry. Mudberry. Yeah. Is Mudflap getting a kicker off of that? It's a it's a spiced strawberry shortcake. Actually, Mud uh, Mudflap will know this. Uh, it's actually strawberry on top of mudders. Uh, and uh, it's it's being very well received. Uh, it's a, I'm marketing it as a spiced strawberry shortcake. Um, so there's mudberry, and then there's mini deuce, which is going to be a tootsie roll. Uh, my first chocolate, by the way, five years, five years developing flavors. My first chocolate. Chocolate's so it, fucking hard. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. But this is working. Um, but more importantly, these are two. These are two juices, uh, for which the name is a euphemism for crap. So Mudberry and Mini Deuce are both crap. Why would you name them crap? Because I suck at marketing. <laughs> well, I knew that. So speaking of uh, you sucking at marketing, mm -hmm. how many shops all over New England is your e-liquid line available in now? Um, we're looking, all right, so I've got, uh, not many. <laughs> um, there's a lot on the horizon. I've been waiting until my lab. I, I've been making a lot of connections. Um, right now, uh, I would say three, but I've got another six who are waiting on samples. Uh, but I've I've been kind of holding out, waiting until the lab expansion is complete, uh, so that I can make sure that I can actually supply them once they start to reorder. Uh, so, you know, things have been kind of slow. It's been it's been it's been a slow but encouraging summer so far. Um, but I have gotten new accounts across the country since I went full time. Uh, Oregon has opened up, strangely enough. Um, Florida. Uh, there's been some expansion down in Florida, so I've got a new shop down there, and they've already done their at least one reorder since they've placed their initial purchase. Um, and now I'm talking to a shop in New Jersey that looks very promising as well. So there's a lot going on. There's definitely a lot going on. Not it, Things aren't happening as fast as I would like, but... I think that's just kind of part of the business. Um, and, and again, most of that is just because the lab expansion has been a, going a lot slower than I initially hoped it would go. Does that answer? Yes. Okay. Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> but I still suck at marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to hire somebody. That's what I need. Anybody in the room uh, want to be an account manager? Jibba. 
Oh, Jibba would be great if he could ever leave the house. <laughs> Jibba would be awesome. Yes, Jibba would be fantastic. <laughs> Duro Sig wants to do it. Uh, all right, Dawn's telling me stuff. I don't know what she's saying. She's just saying JJJ. Listen, honey. Oh, Dawn's a marketing guru, she says. But you're not in New England. I need somebody in New England. That's the thing. I, I Because of the advocacy stuff, I want more revenue coming from New England, from Massachusetts specifically, um, because that's where I'm funneling my advocacy money and resources. I want the revenue coming from here. I like how she says it. Jay. Jay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Listen, honey. Did you ever see that video by the, about that little kid? Uh, Listen, Lena. No. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to go to YouTube and find this fucking thing and play it. Make everybody suffer through this because it's funny as fuck. But, Don, I'm going to hit you up because I want to write a haunted house book that centers around a bunch of vapors. <laughs> okay. Now, this little kid is at his grandma's house, I think. Okay, but I have to yell at you guys. Okay, Linda, Linda, listen, 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 listen. Okay, what? Like everything that you were at this house, you can check everything at Grandma's house. Okay. Okay, then what? Then you're not listening to me. Then you're not listening to me. I asked you not to do something. Linda, but listen to me. Look at if you do something, if you get that out, that thing off, you're going to break it. Okay, but I'm asking, I'm letting you know but that you cannot, no, I'm, you're not listening to me. Linda, listen to me now. Listen to me now. No, you're not listening. I said no cupcakes, and you try to get cupcakes, and you try to ask Grandma. Linda, Didn't you? Linda, lick it, lick it, lick it. If we do something right out, if we get close enough, you can't even get them. You're going to burn your butt. Your What's going to burn your butt? Up. You and Kevin don't listen. So I have to give both of you guys pop pals in your butt. But Linda, but Grandpa's going to give me pop in the butt. No, he's not. Yeah. I have to. You want? You don't want me to hit Kevin or you don't want me to spank you? No. Why? Because anybody wants to spank me. Then I have to spank Kevin. But he's, but he's my little He's your little pop ups, but he doesn't listen. But Linda, honey, honey, look at, look at this. Right oh, now, we can't do anything if we can't get everything out of the wall. We're gonna break everything down. I'm not breaking anything down. I'm just letting you know Linda, you cannot it, have it, cupcakes it, for dinner. It, Linda, Linda, like this thing, and then we belong to you. Anything, you can't get anything and anything and anything. I'm done. Now, this kid was like three. What the hell were we just listening? Something must have been lost on me because I'm not seeing, obviously I'm not watching the video, but it sounded like a Spanish version of you talking to the Spanish version of my wife. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll watch the video the next chance you, I get. You have to watch this video because this kid is like three. He's tiny. I understand that. Absolutely but... tiny. And he's telling because he was told that he couldn't have cupcakes for dinner. No, And he's trying to, like, make a logical argument as to why he should. Yes. Right? Just like my little Jimmy will do the same exact freaking thing. He was chasing me around all day. I was on the on the the my Weber kettle grill for an hour and a half, and he was explaining to me how he wanted his hot dogs cooked. Because you're like his dad, and you don't know how he likes his hot dogs cooked. No, but <laughs> he just wanted to make sure I didn't burn them. Mm-hmm. I didn't burn them, but that it begs the question. And why's my back all wet? <laughs> Why is my back all wet? Yeah. Yeah, you have to watch this video because, I mean, this little kid's got his eyes closed and his hands just a going, and he he just really knows what the fuck he's talking about, and he, no. Okay. I'll, no. Watch, I'll watch the damn video. Jesus Christ. It's just this useless pod- fun. This is a podcast. We're going to watch videos tonight. It is just useless fun. You should watch this thing because it is funny. And as a parent... I'll watch that thing the next time you come on my show. Okay. And as a parent, you will sit there and you will be like, oh, I just so beat my child's ass for that. (laughs) Because that's... I'm like, I'd beat that kid. I really, I'd beat his ass. Well, as as, uh, Louis C.K. would say, just shut up and eat your french fries. Yes. Just like that. Oh, and Parr has Emma Saturday night. Have fun, Parr. Emma Emma can talk her grandmother out of anything. How old's Emma? Emma's three. Guys with your three-year-olds. Four. No, maybe she's four now. Yeah, I'm all done. I, 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 think, I think I'm going to have all our kids fixed because I don't think I want grandchildren. Oh, grand- grandchildren are fun. Because oh. you can give their asses back. I'm so done. By the time our grandchildren are born, we're going to be in our 60s. We're done. We're done. I yeah. want to get laid once in a while at some point in my life. I am um, done. Mon- Monday night, Bernie and I had to run to Olean and just needed somebody to watch Emily and Eric for so they could run to Olean. And I'm like, uh, so I took Emily and Eric to Olean with me so that they could go look at wedding stuff in Olean without the kids which made absolutely no sense at all but anyway so bernie and i do a power shopping trip through Kohl's to make sure that he's got all the stuff that he needs for school you know he's got levi's he's got shirts he's got sneakers he's got socks he's got underwear you know we're we're good to go my granddaughter says to me isn't there a mcdonald's by this place I said, no. Is there a <sighs> is there a diabetes clinic? Yeah. Anywhere close <laughs> to this place? Another or? side. <sighs> Isn't there one in this town? I said, yes, there is. We're not going to it. You're better off at a B-dubs. Seriously. She, 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 so, again, with the... <sighs> Well, will you call my mother? We haven't eaten dinner yet. 
I said, your mother brought you to me and you hadn't eaten dinner yet? Well, no, I wouldn't be asking for food, Grandma. I said, I said, um, how old are you? And she goes, this again? I said, yes, this again. How old are you? I am seven, Grandma. I said, and how old am I? And she said, old enough that I'm not allowed to ask. I said, okay. And I said, so what's the next part of this conversation? I need to remember that I am seven when I talk to my grandma that I am not 22. Otherwise, I'm going to get a foot in my butt. That's almost a haiku. Yeah. swear to god this child is seven going on 40 swear to you no that's that's our jimmy our jimmy is the same way um he is going to be either a used car salesman and very successful at it or some sort of like superstar porn guy i don't know like he's just you you have to meet little jimmy to understand uh, that I mean no disrespect. <laughs> I I honestly think that Emily um, would be a really good attorney. Because she does think that she can argue anything and, and win it, unless it's with me. Well, that's what makes you better at marketing than I am. Yeah. Because you're willing to... You're willing to... Um, to... To push your ability to beat out a three-year-old. No, she's seven. <laughs> or seven. Whatever. You know. Yeah. Whichever. We went to Subway. You went to Subway. Yes. Yeah, right. so we stopped at Subway to get a sandwich on the way home because, you know, obviously. If they have good bread, but unless you get double meat. You're you're kind of screwed there. Yeah, well, she's seven. It doesn't take much to fill her up. That's true. So she gets up there, and I it order... It doesn't take much to turn her into a 32-year-old diabetic, either. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was good, though. And she and uh, I said, I need two kids' packs, and Emily's jumping up now, and she's going, ooh, yay, cookies! And I went, no, apples. Okay, Grandma. Oh, but they have chocolate milk! I said, no, regular milk or juice. Eat fresh children. Okay, Grandma. <laughs> and that was it. That was all that took. Oh, I was like, I am just too old for this shit or too tired or I, I don't know. I think it was the shopping traumatized me because I hate shopping. Yeah, you don't want to hold on to kids for too long if you don't like shopping. Yeah, I hate shopping. I just had to pay for eyeglasses, two pairs of eyeglasses for for my autistic son who enjoys, nay, relishes breaking eyeglasses. (laughs) Well, Bernie used to go through a couple pair a year. There are a lot of vapors, actually, that I know that would be diagnosed on the spectrum uh, had that spectrum existed. 20 years ago. Do you agree? 
Um, I I can think of three vapors off the, like three famous vapors off the top of my head that are probably on the spectrum. Rip, Chicago Rod. And I can't think of another one. You can't think of another one? Just one more. Just one more. I bet I bet the person listening to this broad or to this podcast, because they're not listening live, the person listening to this podcast knows I'm talking about them. Ed? <laughs> no, Ed? not Ed. Ed, he's calling you names, Ed. <laughs> I'm not talking about Ed. Does he still listen to this podcast, really? Oh, fuck yeah, he does. Is usually he... usually because I keep saying, hi, Ed, how are you today, Ed? Having fun on your commute, Ed? Is he coming to uh, VaporCon? Yes. All right, good. I finally get to hang out with him. He actually PM'd me a few times uh, talking about uh, Stanley. Did you see that new mod that he's making? He's making another mod. Yes. He, he didn't send me one. It's really cool looking. And I kept looking at all the pictures and I'm like, wait a minute. How come none of these are black and green? Something's fucked up here. I, I want him to make me a 200, 200 watt DNA. He's making them. All right. Well, I want him to make me one. I'll pay for it. And uh, Stanley will review it. I swear to God. We're here. Oh my god. I'm you know what you know what the problem is, Jeannie? I'm still not used to you know, I love doing shows with you, but I'm still not used to not having music. Oh yeah, that is kinda weird, isn't it? It it's still weird for me. I, I it, it was okay when I did Kevin's show a while ago because we had a lot of call-ins. We were talking to uh, Kurt Kistler, who I love talking to. Um, we had a great conversation. You know, that was, what, a month, month, two months ago? Um, great conversation. But when it's me and you, it, it just it feels like we should be on Quest. You know what I mean? <laughs> With some it, music. It feels like that. But I don't do cameras anymore. I know you don't. But I do. Uh, not tonight, because I'm still not wearing a shirt. But uh, I put know. a link in the Skype chat to the Smoke Free Mods Facebook page. It's called the Infinity V1. And okay. it is um, a DNA 200. All right. And they're well, really cool. I'm going to I'm gonna talk to... Uh, I'm going to talk to him about that. Yeah, he's got uh, Mamoos doing the 3D printed boxes for him. I'll be really excited. Seriously, if if he's at VaporCon, I'm going to be so freaking pumped. Yep. I, I, I just, I, you know, I keep calling it a man crush, but it's really not that. It's it's really just nostalgia. Like, like he was one of the first reviewers that helped me figure out how 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 much vaping could change the world. You know what I mean? Yep. He he was he was really one of the first guys out there, and it was so sad when he disappeared for so long. And I'm so glad to see that he's back. Um, and I just want to like give him a fucking noogie. <laughs> and they got a good group of guys on Inside Vaping now. They really do. Um, always have. They always have. I mean, Dane and I have always gotten along. James James is a great freaking guy. Um, 
He's another guy I'd love to give a noogie to, just because his hair. No, don't mess up James's hair. No, I think the next time that me and him are at a meet together, I'm going to mess up his hair. I'm sorry. And now they've got Jerry in there with him now. See, and... I haven't seen the Jerry thing. They haven't invited me back. They it it's been like six months to a year since um, Dan and Dan and the crew have invited me back. I'm I'm very upset about that. They need to do that. Yeah, Ed, are you listening? Yeah, invite <laughs> me back, please, please. I promise I'll behave, kind of. And see, and I'm that person that I always get, I always feel funny asking people to be on the show with me because in the back of my mind, it's always there that, you know, my conscience is going. Jeannie, in my mind, you've been itching for me to do something permanent on Vapor's Place. Oh, yeah. In my mind, I would almost rather that you and I just do Thursday night permanently. Well, you are more than welcome to come on here every Thursday night with me. I understand that, but, um, you know, I don't know. There is a hole on Friday night. Yes, there is. There is a hole on Friday night. I would love to fill that hole. I've said that a lot this week. I would love to fill that hole. I Hopefully, hopefully that was talking to your beautiful wife most of the time when you said that. I would get a smack in the head if I ever said that to my wife. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to beg. Especially now, because it looks like uh, the NEV, uh, the NEV channel on Vapors TV, it looks like we're going to be expanding our lineup. Are you? With locally, who? Yes, locally. Um, Kyle from Lineage Vapors would like to do a weekly show with me on Wednesday nights. So that's two shows weekly. Um, so we'll see how that, how that goes. Um, that's going to be a giveaway show. Yeah. That's going to be like, a, you know, I'm the pimp, you're the whore, you know, lots of people. Yeah, see, Kathy knows. Kathy was there. Kyle's a funny shit. He's, he's, he's really a great guy. Uh, and he and I go way back. Yeah, we need, we need humor in vaping now more than ever. You know, we don't have enough. Even, even, and know. we don't. I'm not feeling very humorous today. I have absolutely no um, horrific stories that happened to me in the last week to be able to tell anybody. And I understand um, that. Here's the thing, right? I love what CJ and Drew are doing right now. I love, I absolutely love and adore what they're doing right now. But at the same time, we're losing their humor, their humor. They were some of the funniest fucking bastards in vaping mm-hmm. for so long. You know what I mean? And Todd's not doing reviews anymore. I always thought Todd was hysterically funny. I don't know if he meant to be funny or not, but Todd always made me laugh in his reviews. Todd's not doing reviews anymore. So can- um, He was so candid. He was always so candid. And now he's getting burnt out. Yeah, Phil is. Phil has been doing all kinds of technical stuff. Phil's 
Phil's always going to be Phil. He's never going to change. He's not. He's not. He's not the kind of guy who's going to be able to switch on a dime. But I don't want him to. I want. I want Phil to be the anchor. Phil has always been the anchor for the industry. I do not want that to change, at all. We did have a really good time. Uh, Jan and I laughed at Kevin a lot Sunday night. Um, that was rather fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got a bunch of compliments from Dino. Uh, the first one was, Jan and Jeannie are coming on the show tonight, Kevin says. And Dino says, oh, I'm afraid of Jan. <laughs> He's always said that. <laughs> so, so... I, you know, needed it noted in the records that Jan was the scary one. And then uh, Dino called me a lady. Which I thought was rather funny, but I'll take it as a compliment. You should, but at the same time, if I was on the same show, he would have called me a lady. So take that for whatever. <laughs> Even though I bought his fucking Addy. And god damn it. You like it too, don't you? Fucking that is that is the best RDA I've ever owned in my life. I'm sorry. Call me a fanboy. Um No. The, the velocity is uh by far my favorite Addy of all time. Speaking, of, I just looked at the calendar. So six weeks from today, I will not be here, folks. Don't say you were not warned. Six weeks. Yeah, it's VaporCon. All right, neither will I. <laughs> um, you also will not be available during the CT Vapor Trail. Yeah, when is that? Um, let's find out. I haven't booked my hotel room yet for that one, but I did buy a ticket. That is, um, my God, these guys suck. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sunday, September 27th. Okay. 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. So I, I think I'm probably 12 p.m. All right. So I'm probably getting a hotel room in the immediate vicinity for Sunday night. Uh, I think I could fly in and fly out on the same day. Yeah, it's only five hours. That's kind of silly. It's silly that they're doing that. They're flying in uh, Ruby Roo and Captain Nick. Obvious. Uh, Captain Obvious? Yeah, Nick. <laughs> Poor Nick. <laughs> they're, they're flying them in. Uh, and this will be the first time that uh, that Nick gets to see the guy who invented uh, Bad Lip Reading Vape Edition. Oh, because that was hysterically funny. You need to do another one. I don't think he knows who did that. I I don't think he has any idea that I'm the one who's behind that. So I'm really interested to see uh, how he reacts when I when I introduce myself. 
Well, Nick is a really nice guy, and he really is pretty shy, so I doubt he will throat punch you. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Just saying. All right. You got anything else you want to cover tonight? Um, Originally, I did, but um, no, I think I'm good. Originally, you did? What What did you? Oh, I, I, I have a lot to do the next couple of days, so. What are you doing? I'm, I'm mixing and bottling and doing stupid work, stupid vaping work. Well, you have fun with that. I'll try. I'm going to be harvesting gardens. Yeah. Sounds like a... Of the non-THC variety. There's a horror movie in there somewhere. Like Probably. a found footage. There's a found footage uh, horror movie that you could film at your house. <laughs> Hi, Oliver. All right, kids. I think we're going to be out of here then. Thank you very much, Upstomp. Thanks for having me. Bye, I'll everybody. See, and I'll see you next month. Do I want to 